Hello, everybody, and welcome into the Hot Routes and Hot Takes Fantasy Football Podcast, where we will take a deep dive into the NCFFL in all its glory, providing you, the GMs, the fans, hot takes and predictions sure to stir up controversy all along the fantasy football season. My name is Joe Norton, and along for the ride is Jared Campbell. Let's go! GMs, welcome into another week of Hot Routes and Hot Takes Fantasy Football Podcast. We are up to episode 13, Jared. Can you believe it or not? We are at the last week of the season. The Hot Routes have finally done it again. A whole two seasons nearly in the books. We're not quite there yet. Still got a uh, a podcast to uh, get through here. But, man, what have you been up to over the holiday uh, weekend, week, whatnot? Has has it not felt like the long? Like it feels like two weeks since we've done this, because it was hundred hundred percent. Because there's been like eight days that have had football games. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's just so crazy. It, I mean, it's just like I, it was just. It's been such a dragged out week of football, and especially even for like us, like it, or at least our matchups this week. None of it really mattered. It was all like over by like yeah. Monday games. But it's just, it feels like Thursday football, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. No, not Tuesday, Wednesday. And it's just. Did you even, did you even watch the game yesterday? No, I was working. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I was working and I didn't really have anything to <laughs> like care about it. So what was the point of that? But, uh, but it's just, so, but yeah, Thanksgiving. So what, uh, had the did it not did it not did this past week or let's call it two weeks condense into a week it just felt watered down yeah exactly and it was like i really don't give two shits who plays wednesday even though it, obviously for me it didn't matter i got just throttled but um like even if i had a player playing i'd be like it's wednesday yeah i need to be thinking about thursday i don't care about this game right now it's through like the whole waivers process has been thrown like the whole week is just it's just like it's it's just weird yeah it's been and it's a bit it it can be a big waiver week too for a few individuals i know that so 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 we'll see we'll see what happens so what i wanted to ask you this before we move on so we asked a bunch of gms kind of to name um 
their dish after I think it was what Brad's team or was it Brad's team we asked? Like, what dish yeah. did you name Brad's team? And Brian, did you get any decent ones? I mean, Brian came up with that pretty good one where it was the what did he say it was the cherry pie. Where it, <laughs> where it looks really good, but when you start it, it's like actually not that good. It's completely overrated. <laughs> that was pretty good. I forgot, that was pretty I forgot good. about that. Was pretty and, good it, and it's not a bad one. I mean, I know Brad's been kind of like dealing with like a lot of injuries and trying to just uh, stay above water, but I went back and I looked at his scores and he hadn't scored above like 120 or something like that in like nine weeks. <laughs> it's Has pretty, it been that way? It's, it's pretty bad. Like he kind of peaked in like week two, and uh, that's almost he's almost done like the reverse slip. Exactly, exactly. So, um, but but yeah, I thought cherry pie was a good one. Um, how did uh, what was so you, you had all the family meals and everything? Was the was Wait. the was the one on actually Thanksgiving? Did it turn out good? You see, you didn't seem too uh, thrilled about that one. The one on, no, the, the one on thanks or actual Thanksgiving is like sandwiches. It's it's never <laughs> good. I mean, sandwiches are not good for a Thanksgiving uh, meal. But we're know, not talking I, like chicken parm, right? Not chicken parm. No, we're like talking turkey like and ham. Ha- turkey and ham sandwiches. So it was, uh, you know, I, I knew about that going into it. So my expectations were super, super low. And you know, I deal with I deal with it and just chalk it up as a loss. You know, oh well. But I was trying to think like, as we did our thing Wednesday night, I was like trying to scope around and see some of the dishes that were out there that maybe we kind of forgot about. And there Uh was one out there that we didn't have, and I don't remember. Did you say cranberry sauce? Did we say? Yeah, that was Brooks. Brooks. Brooks Brooks is cranberry sauce. Okay. That one, I, I saw that. I was like, man, I can't remember if we did that one or not. Um, so we had that and then macaroni and cheese. But the macaroni and cheese we had was really good. So I, I was thinking like maybe John John could have been like macaroni and cheese. But it's it's relative to where you get it from. So yeah. like with John, with John, it's like it's relative to who he plays. And what I mean by that is when he plays someone that should give him like difficulties they end up like having three guys that go for six points total yeah and so he wins yeah so so you're talking about like points against where john's like let's see who's the hot like brooks has the highest against him and there's about a 250 point difference there (laughs) (laughs) that'll that'll do it that'll do it (laughs) yeah Oh um, man! What you already have? You already got all the Christmas stuff up? Well, yeah, we banged that out. I did that Friday, day or day after Thanksgiving. Got it all out of the way. Wife likes to take care of it. We went and got the tree Saturday. Put all the outdoor stuff for the kids, the inflatables, and all that stuff. Did that Friday, so we're all good, ready to rock. Don't forget to water your trees, fellas. Don't yeah. forget to water your trees. Keep them hydrated. We don't need fires in, in the GM's house over the holidays. No fires. No fires. Yeah. Um, what? You got the white lights or colored lights? So I do the white icicles. Exactly. On yeah, the rooftop, right? Uh, then we have, let's see, one, two, 
three, four, four inflatables. Santa Claus, Mickey Mouse, uh, the old school abominable monster guy. No, the old school. Um, you know, like Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer story, yeah, like yeah. when we were growing yeah. up. So I got yeah. the snowman, the snowman from that, and then like a mailbox thing, and then I have like this teddy bear jumping out of a box, and then I got some colored lights down, down like our our little porch area. And then I got a tree out front wrapped in white lights. So, I, okay. you know, it's, it's a big show over here. You know, when you get kids, you kind of kind of do what they ask. And they want, you know, these freaking blow-up toys. So I have. And then I got two huge Christmas trees that are white. That, like, it looks like a disco ball in the front of my yard. Because they, like, blink really fast and then slow down. It's, it's crazy. Holy I feel idiot. bad for my neighbor because they, she has epilepsy. And I've seen the police. <laughs> you send you send a notice to her every week, every, every right before like December, yeah. November thirtieth. She gets yeah. and it's like, hey, hey, don't come outside at night. Don't don't do it. <laughs> Wear your sunglasses at night. Uh, I don't think anybody. You guys, be, I don't think anybody's gonna be surprised that you have all all white Christmas trees and white lights and stuff oh, like that. Oh Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Come you're on. the. I mean, you're the one that was like all about Peyton Hillis, weren't you? The white running back for the Browns. Hillis <laughs> has <laughs> eyes. Yeah. I think that might have been. Yeah, that might have been the last time I made yeah, it to the playoffs. Yeah, back yeah. Then. <laughs> there you go. Well, uh, last year that counts. Yeah, we got some decorations. We got the we got the tree. We got the uh, got some. Do you guys uh, go gar- real tree, fake tree? Yeah, we go real tree. So I think I mentioned yeah. that last time, last or two weekends okay. ago, we went up and cut down oh, yeah, the tree, right. brought it back. So hopefully we can. Uh, although, <laughs> although the past couple of years we've always kind of gone early, kind of like about the same time, and by about that final week of Christmas, the the, the tree is like dying. <laughs> it's like, but it's not it's even brown. Dying. It's not even brown. It's just stiff as a rock. <laughs> like oh. it'll stab you just because it's, it's the just, worst. Yeah. Because when you go to take it outside your door, oh my like god, the needles are just yeah. flying everywhere. Yeah. So, uh, but no, we got we we kind of simple, kind of. You, you guys, you have the elf on the shelf. We got three of them. <laughs> Holy shit! One for each kid, man. One <laughs> for each. She's kid. not even old enough. Yeah, but you got to play the game. She, yeah, yeah. So who's who, that's, that's a Christy job at every day, every night. Yeah, morning. Yeah. I forget. She reminds me yeah. every night, and I forget. So what do you do? Like, what do y'all do? Y'all just kind of throw them around somewhere. Yeah, she ends up moving them. Um, I'll move them if I remember, but I really don't. Like nine times out of ten, I forget. So she ends up because she gets up early. Uh, so she'll end up moving them around the house and whatnot. It's a pain in the ass. It oh is. yeah, it's a nightmare. I only have one of them, and every night I'm just trying to kind of think of something different. But now I'm like, I don't. You get crazy. You seem like the type of guy that like like sets up like army guys nah, and like straps. Well, and, you know, makes these like big productions with this elf. That's yeah, that's the type I, of guy you feel. I feel like you. Are. I, I try maybe maybe once or twice a week, but then after that, it's, there's been times where at some point over here in the next what three weeks, I'm gonna be like waking up in the one time I did last like two nights ago. I ended up woke up in the middle of the night because like our power went out or something, and I was kind of doing something in the bathroom. I was like, 
oh shit, I forgot to move the elf. Oh, and I did, I did it at like 3 a.m. because our son's a psycho and he wakes up at 5.15 <laughs> every morning and he's coming downstairs. This is even prior to all this. So he's just always waking up early. But now that he has this and now he's at four because he, and he kind of understands it a lot more. It's the first thing he does is he's downstairs turning on lights, trying to find this elf and seeing what she's doing. And then she's just, he's just, running like fucking Derrick Henry down the hallway <laughs> coming into our bedroom and waking us up telling us what she's doing and so we're just trying to I tried to do it today where he she was going to be like hanging from our uh uh like living room like the um lighting fixture yeah like dropping down that. on a ribbon but it looks <laughs> but it looks like she's hanging herself <laughs> so I'm like man we can't do that she that looks a little weird well, so, first of all, why do you have a girl? Elf? I don't know why. I, I think I didn't buy it. I know mean, Morgan bought it. I guess she bought it on Amazon or something, or wherever it came from. And it came. I don't know if she selected a female or if it just that's the one that came. I don't know what it is. You have to select a female. I would assume that was the case, and I would assume because we have the three that we have. We have two boy elves because of mm-hmm. the boys, and then one girl elf now, which makes sense. Yeah. So. So yeah, I don't. Yeah, we, that might be something we have to revisit at some point. But, but it's yeah, that's a tricky. I'm like every time I'm like I kind of get excited, and then after like three days, I'm like, I got 22 more nights of this shit I got to figure out. <laughs> All right. So which GM? Which GM's the best in terms of like that does their decorations really good? You know, around Christmas does a dynamite job with the elf. And then who's the GM that's the fucking worst? Like they just they got they just throw up lights maybe on the railing of their like porch. Uh, they have a fake tree, and they don't even do shit with the elf. They don't even bother with the elf. Who who who? Give me that. Uh... Well, we'll eliminate Brooks from this because I don't <laughs> see him doing any of that. Um, see, and then we kind of get into like the. Uh, Pittman seems a little bit like he could be like a little Grinch, right? Am I right? Well, he, well, he has dogs, so he doesn't yeah. have kids. But still, but even, but even, the, but even the people who like don't Grinch, have kids, Grinch with like the, uh, with the lights outside and whatnot. No, 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 Grinch from a standpoint of like no lights, fake tree, and that's like oh, it. he's just straight up no lights. Yeah, oh yeah, just nothing, nothing on the exterior, nothing you could tell. You know, some of those houses you drive by on like December twenty first and. All the lights are on inside, but you don't see a damn thing Christmas related. <laughs> yeah. I think that might be Pittman. Could be wrong. Okay. But that might be Pittman. I see. I'm going to ch- say I would say Pittman does something yeah. a little small, nothing crazy. I don't think he's blackout though. Ch- Chaz probably goes nuts just because he probably doesn't do any of it. He probably has he probably has his wife do it. No, then, that's wrong too. He pays somebody to come. Where he pays somebody. But he's probably got, like, all these inflatables. I bet, yeah. But I think, well, I don't know. But he loves Thanksgiving. He he thinks Thanksgiving (laughs) is the best holiday for obvious reasons. And uh, so I don't know. But I think he probably lights it up, too. I don't know. What do you think? I have to say, I'm going to have to go with, I think Mike probably does a bang up job he probably does yeah 
I can see. So it. I think he's got like icicle lights. Maybe, uh, maybe he's got like a manger with Jesus. He's in got the a, he's got a nativity a nativity scene somewhere. a nativity scene. He's got a nativity scene somewhere. Right. Um, he's definitely got a couple blow ups going, something like that. Uh, so I think he does it right outside. Inside, Mike seems like a real tree kind of guy. Yeah. So I'm going to say he's got the real tree. Um, on the worst side of things, if we're taking out Brooks, obviously. Um, and and I think John's in a, a different, unique situation because he's at the rental house right now. So... And I've seen, I've seen uh, Brad's house, rental house, because Kelly won't let him not put lights up. So I'm gonna have to go with uh, the uh, the arch rival, Rusty. He can <laughs> he can feel like a Grinch sometimes. Well, it's but it's yeah. Rusty but he's got seems the two like kids, to man. me, yes. But Rusty seems like the guy that's got like a couple Santa like. He's got like a Santa, maybe a little snowman inflatable. And then like right next to one of his bushes is like a Grinch inflatable. That's like peeking out from the side just to that's, like scare, perfect, scare kids. That's oh, more than what I have. Yeah, that, that, that's what I would say. Oh, inside, we, inside, it's probably done right. Well, you Rusty can't... seems like the guy that would pay people to put up his decorations outside. Because, you nah. know, I don't even know if Rusty owns a ladder. Does he own a ladder? Oh, I'm sure he does. Probably does. Rusty, Rusty's a handyman. He likes to, he likes to do stuff like that. He likes to start fires and stuff. Both, well, both starting meta, fires meta, metaphorically you, and physical. physical. <laughs> starting fires doesn't make you handy. Well, it makes you an arsonist. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'll say this: if 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 our uh, if our podcast was on video conference, you would see my shock face that you'd be picking Rusty as the. the <laughs> <laughs> and when you first when you set up all this, I was like, oh, I already know who Joe's going to pick. <laughs> he seems like a fake tree guy too. I'm going to throw that out there. Uh, he's well. He seems like I don't know. He also could seem like the type that has two trees: a real tree and a fake tree. This is true, but I think he's a fake tree guy. I'm gonna throw it out there. Huh. Prove us wrong. Send your pictures, everybody. Yep. Send your pictures. Let's see who has the best and the I worst. I gotta throw jabs out early. I mean, we're obviously facing yeah. each other this week. It's a bit. I need a victory here. It's a and... big win. <laughs> I was gonna bring it up later in a in a must win week for you. It's a must and win you run week. And drum roll. Who do you play? <laughs> Buttsaw. This could not, like this chance. cannot go well for you. Nope. <laughs> there is not, not oh. Rusty Rusty would be okay with going one and twelve if this was his only win to eliminate you from the playoffs. He would be 100%. okay with that. Hundred percent. Without so, a doubt. But uh Iron Man, you wanna you wanna try to roll into a brief weekly recap and then uh talk some scenarios? I think we'll touch base on uh the week twelve. Uh, matchups and we'll get into the postal league and that's just gonna we're gonna try to break down as best we can the possible scenarios for next week and alluding to the playoffs who's gonna who's gonna who do we think's gonna win outright um uh the championship excuse me um the league or the best record in the league who's gonna win that 
and then we're going to talk about who's who can get in the playoffs. I think it's already established that Slip's going to get the romper. Um, but, you know, we can always touch base upon that too. So, uh, And then we'll get into the matchup. So hopefully a pretty quick pod, uh, but that never seems to happen, does it, Jared? Nope. All right. So says my wife. Yes. <laughs> All right, man. Let's get rolling. Let's go. It's time for the weekly rapid fire recap. Alrighty, boys, welcome in to the week 12 edition of Rapid Fire Recap. We're going to go through each matchup here, talk about the winners, the losers. Uh, Jared, let's get things started off. I, I say we go to Pittman and um, Mike. So we got Pittman moving over to 8-4 and four record, pulls out the victory, 151.15 to, to Mike's 118.6. He drops to 4-8. and eight. Um I don't think there was much to say about this. This was pretty much a, a a solid showing outside of Kyler Murray, which it could have even got even worse out of hand from Pittman's team. Mike Evans shows up, uh, and then Antonio motherfucking Gibson uh, pops off 34. So solid showing for Pittman's team. Puts him right in the mix near the, the top of the league. He's trying to get that uh, league championship there. Am I, I, I said that twice already. Is that the right terminology? I, I feel like it's wrong when I say it. It's a regular season champ. Regular season champion. Okay. I mean, this game was over on Thursday. Yeah, it was bad. But, I mean, Gibson scores 34, and Michael had three guys in McLaurin, Zeke, and Lamb that combined for less than 20. <laughs> so, Gibson just popped off. And look, look at, I mean, look at, look at two high scores on Pittman's team, Antonio Gibson and Allen Robinson. Robinson. And he was saying it last week. Trades. He felt good about the trade. The trade worked out. It's working yeah. out for him. So, He's done uh, well. But, but yeah, so uh, not, I mean, not, not a whole lot to say about this one. Pittman kind of easily took care of business. Um, uh, Brooks, Michael is sitting beside you. So, Michael has been eliminated from playoff contention. He has. Not necessarily – well, I guess uh, – we'll get into that later. All right, let's move on to Slip. So, we got Slip versus Brad. Uh, Brad pulls off the victory at 127.67 to a 118.42. Brad's now at a 7-5 and five record. Slip drops down or stays at 2-10. and 10. Um. Not the performance that Slip was really hoping for out of Hinton, huh? I mean, my man had – he was able to start two quarterbacks, two Stars. starting quarterbacks. <laughs> and what do you – I mean, they combined for uh, 22.87 <laughs> points. Brady had 25 of those, and Hinton had negative two. <laughs> <laughs> he, his, his flex quarterback for the Denver Broncos completed three passes, Joe. One to the Broncos and two to the Saints. <laughs> I saw that stat the other, the other day, and I just started laughing. <laughs> That's so, so there is sad. no nobody is just ready for 2020 to move on. Than my man Brooks, he is but so he, ready. It's just so bad. Um, but yeah, so so 
Brad kind of picks up a – the win doesn't even matter. Brad really needs points. We'll talk about that here in a little bit. Yeah, but, he does uh, need points. But, yeah, he just needed the points. But he got the win out, and uh, he's he's hanging around. All right, we're going to move over to Johnny and Rusty. Um, so we got Johnny pulling off the victory here, 162-33 to Rusty's 124-29. Kind of a sore showing for Rusty's squad as of late. He's been – putting up some pretty legit points recently uh, and just couldn't top off John. And, uh, you know, basically he's led by Patrick Mahomes as always. And, and actually Antonio, uh, excuse me, AJ Brown um, scored up in the twenties again. So John's team is kind of peaking right at the, at the, the right moment right now. Wouldn't you say? I mean, it's coming along, but I mean, these are this is classic. John ends up being the most of like he gets the most efficiency out of his players, right? I mean, AJ Brown returned a uh, like an onside kick kickoff for a touchdown. That's true. So he got points for that. Kenyon Drake he had seventy eight yards rushing and two rushing touchdowns. Do you know how far out his two rushing touchdowns were? Four yards, both one yard touchdowns, <laughs> and so it's just it's, it's things like that that is just like always. Hey, he always gets those things. Um, and then on the flip side, I mean, Kamara is just struggling with Taysom Hill back there, so we'll see if we can figure it out. But super struggling, but uh, but yeah, John gets a big win to try to stay in the hunt there for the regular season champ, and uh. We'll see what uh, we'll see what all happens to old Ron. And didn't even have Cook go for double digit points, and he still pulled out nearly or Jones. a forty point victory. I mean, Cook and Jones combining for less than eighteen, yeah. and still hitting one sixty. That's impressive. Watch out! I'm boys. still kicking myself for that Saints defense. Man, yeah, that was a that was a huge drop for me. But. Guess guess wrong. Guess wrong, boys. Um, well, let's go over to to that game then. So we got you and you and Brian matched up against one another. You guys both are now six and six. Brian pulls off this victory, no thanks to you. Uh one twenty three point eight to a ninety five point eight eight. I needed you to pull that one off for me and it didn't quite happen. Uh, yeah. And that's on the heels of Derek Carr scoring 1.9 points as a quarterback, which which doesn't uh, doesn't beat Cam Newton's uh, showing earlier this year, but he or, did put a good pressure on it. It's still four points higher than Brooks's flex player. <laughs> so Brooks would have taken that Derek Carr number. He sure would have. Uh, yeah, my guys just didn't show up. Hopefully, this is the, they're just kind of getting out of their system. Um, but this was a moral victory for me. This was a, like, at some point I kind of turned to like, ah, my guys just aren't going to be there. Went into Monday night. My big thing now is I'm trying to hold off Brad, hold off Brad. He had Russell Wilson going. I had Miles Sanders and Dallas Goddard going. So I was like, man, if those two guys could outscore Russell Wilson, it'd be a, that'd be a moral victory. And my, they did Dallas Goddard. So wow. I'm, I'm liking it. Um, but that was a big win for Brian behind no other than uh, the gravy man, Derrick Henry. Jesus. Uh, like I said, that's that's his guy. He goes as Henry goes. I mean, he got 37 points from Derrick Henry and still only scored 123 total. <laughs> so it's just. And uh, he had Eckler coming off of uh, injury first action. He, he scored he nearly good. 20. That's good now, going into the potential playoffs. 
I'll say that. I'll say that. He looked good. They were using him a lot. Um, so I'm kind of well, – we'll talk about your man here in the next matchup, but I'm kind of almost Shit. leaning towards I'd rather have you in the playoffs than, than Brian's team Yeah, with, with Eckler coming on. But, uh, yeah, let's get over to you. Here we go. Um, and let me, let me try something here. I haven't tried this in the past. Give me one second. You, you talk, you talk about the game real fast. I'll get to it. Cause I want to try something. All right. So the big thing was, I mean, I remember you saying prior to it is you didn't know what to do with your defense. Should you play Houston's defense? You didn't like it because of your, the lines running back going up yep. against them and you stuck with them. And yep. you probably liked it when Watt had that touchdown. Yep. Full, I mean, Fuller went off. I mean, f- I mean, he's full of PEDs. Uh, that's, probably, <laughs> that's, more, that's probably why. Um, but Fuller goes off. Granted, also Watson goes off. But that's what you want. You want your receiver being the guy that, like, matches the quarterback. So you're probably feeling good after the Thursday games going into Sunday. And then essentially the rest of your team. So your guys scored 32, 48, about 57 points on Thursday. Yeah. Which was, I was full of feeling in Houston. Feeling good. Feeling good. And then the rest of your guys score 58. <laughs> yeah. Brutal. So that's not good. And it's just, it was a, it was a tough loss. And then not on top of that, you just, at some point, you just run into another buzzsaw. Um, just a hammer. Just an I mean, absolute hammer. What was it? What I, I wasn't tracking it, but what was it like before the Tyreek Hill game? I, I, it, I mean, was it I over? Mean, or I'd, uh, I'm pretty sure it was over. Because um, Tyreek, when was the Tyreek game? Was that just Sunday night? It was, it was, it was a Sunday afternoon. Yeah, I didn't know if you were kind of like, okay, I'm feeling good about my guys and – Going yeah, in. So, so just I got mean, a dodge was, like massive. I mean, it was close on, during the early games, um, and then the late games is where he just separated and just then just throttled yeah. it. Yeah. So and there's, I mean, what are you gonna do about that, right? So I was gonna do, I so I was gonna do what you always do, right? Sixty four. No. Not the bottles of Pappy that Chaz has in his freaking <laughs> liquor cabinet because he cheats the system like a jackass and all of us peons don't have a choice at getting any good liquor like that. Nope. That's the amount of points I got roasted by. Thanks none other than fucking Tyreek Hill and Watson going just ape shit. Not to mention, I, it was pr- he pretty much had all of his guys with three go for double digits. Not going to win that. Yeah, and he's hard. he flirted with two hundred. He was flirting with two hundred. What's what's going on with your boy Hopkins? I don't I don't know I don't know I don't want to get into it. I don't, change, I don't know. Change the change the subject. Change the subject. I mean, uh, my my wide receivers are hit or miss, and now that Fuller's shooting some sort of unknown substance into his body, he's gonna um, sit on the bench for the next six weeks. I don't know what the hell I'm gonna do. Cam Akers, though. definitely not what I want. Uh, yeah, Cam Akers is rolling in. I, you know, I'll get Thielen next week back, um, and then Swift too. So, I, I, my hope is that my guys show up at least to play against Rusty, and that's not a blowout like this one was. Yeah. So, but good win, Jazz. 
Let me say, I will say this. Let me put, point this out. As much as I give Chaz shit, and, you know, a lot of us, you know, there's been some GMs that, you know, question Chaz's ethics around certain things, right? Even though he's a quote-unquote lawyer. Um, we were texting back and forth on Sunday before the game started, and uh, I was actually playing golf with Brad. And he shoots me a text. He goes, hey, man, uh, Thielen's out. You just might want to get him, you know, switch him out of your starting lineup. And I thought that was, you know, this guy's got some good ethics there. Here he is playing an adversary, and he's going to shoot me a nice little text. Now, after I switched him out because I was just waiting to see if he was going to play or not, I thought about it, and I'm like, this fucking jackass is just throwing it in my face. He, he's like, I could beat you, you know, even telling you that Thielen's going to play, you could put whoever you want in there and I'm still going to rub it in your face at the end of the day. So I don't give two shits. He's like, you want to use one of the guys I'm not using? <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter. Like, let, let me give you one of my guys and you'll still lose by 30. How about you can use all the rest of our players on our bench and you'll still lose. Yeah. Well, so, both of our teams. So he did. So, you know, good sportsmanship there from Chaz. Yeah. So. All righty, boys. Well, that'll do it for the week 12 matchups. Um, Jared, I think we need to get to the pulse of the league. Yeah. Here. Talk That's about what everybody some wants situations. to hear. So let's, let's get right it. to it. Let's check in on the pulse of the league. Already GMs, welcome in Pulse of the League, week 13 edition. The last week, we got a lot of implications coming up this week. Uh, a lot of games are going to mean something. And this is a segment that Jared and I are going to go through and kind of talk about that stuff. Uh, see kind of the potential outcomes of winners and potential losers and the situations that are come to it. So, Jared, where do you want to start with this? You want to start with you know, uh, regular season winner? You want to start with, do we have any implications with, on the bottom of the league? Like yeah, if, let's, let, yeah, let's let's start with, so prior to last week, John was the only one that had actually mathematically clinched a playoff okay. spot. This past week, we have two more that have clinched. Chaz and Pittman have clinched the top two spots in the West Division. And okay. we don't know what it's, which order, but they know they're going to be in the top two. So both Pittman and Chaz are in the playoffs with John. Okay. Now we're at three more spots that are open for the playoffs. The first, we're going to look at the East Division, where it comes down to either Brian or Joe. Mm. Mm. Brian went. So here it is. Brian wins this week. He's in. He's in. Joe loses this week. Brian's in. But if Brian loses and Joe wins, regardless of points, Joe sneaks in. I don't say sneak. I mean, I earned it. Kind of last, it's kind of last minute sneaking in, but you sneak in. It would be an earned. I would say earned, earned second spot. So that's what the East comes down to. It's between Joe and Brian. 
who wins, who loses, what's going to happen. We'll kind of talk about this, the, the, the matchups here in a little bit, who they're facing and what's going on. Um, but, but yeah, that's, that's the way that is. The next, the final two spots are the spots based off points. Yeah. So right now leading that for the fifth seed. So the first wild card is rusty. Eight points back from rusty is myself. Mm -hmm. 60 points back from me is Brad. Mm -hmm. So there's a shot. So you're feeling good right now. 296 points back from Brad is me. Is Brooks. (laughs) (laughs) There's still a chance, Brooks. Come on. There's still a chance. I'm taking the over. I'm taking the over. (laughs) So we can do it, buddy. We can do it. Oh, man. Uh, So, but yeah. So really, it's going to, so really, the points, the, the last two spots that are based on points are really coming down between you, Brad and rusty. And it it would take a miracle for Brad to get in based on points. Um, Now, isn't there, isn't there a chance that if Chaz or rust or Chaz or Pittman loses and Brad sneaks in at eight and five that he is it because of I, I haven't seen what the yeah. uh, divisional records. Yep, that's the the pesky thing that I've, I've, I'm I'm not I'm torn on if I like it or not because yeah he's already Chaz and um, Pittman already have that on them so okay. Brad's three and five in the division and Pittman's four and four and Chaz is six and two those okay. two division losses for Chaz both coming to me by the yeah. way yeah no don't know if I've ever said that before but just saying. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so Brad's only hope to get in is to, to catch either me or Rusty in points. God, he's so gonna that's, have to, he's gonna have to put on just a yeah, but you never, I mean, 60, 60. I mean, it's not, I mean, that's it's been done. I mean, that's it's just that's, I mean, it's you, another, that's you posting a 94 and Brad going for you know 150. 150, yeah. I mean, I'd still get in off that, but. Well, you know what I'm saying. Getting close to it. it, it, Yeah. So you try to. So that's why this past week I was like, I don't know if you saw my team name. Where I was like, for a while there, I had a bad feeling. And exactly what happened, I was like, I knew I had tough matchups, and Brad had really good matchups, and luckily Brad's guys didn't really show up, and I kind of, uh, kind of was damage control there for a while. So. I'm feeling okay. Rusty's probably feeling okay, but I mean, if he's, I mean, Brad's 60 back on me and only 68 back on Rusty. So it's, uh, so it's going to be interesting between the three of us. Um, and then we have the regular season champ, what it's going to come down to. It's as simple. It's as simple as this. If Chaz wins, he gets it. Yeah. Cause he's already a hundred points up on John. If John wins and Chaz loses, John gets it because John is about 100 points up on Pittman. But somehow, amazingly, <laughs> if Pitt wins and Chaz and John lose, then Pitt, with about the sixth most points scored, will win regular season champ. 
And we will never hear the end of those trades that he made. We'll never hear he, he will say it's all because of those trades, which, I mean, this past week, they kind of, those two guys threw yeah. up about a 60 spot for him. So, so that's pretty good. That would be, more, yeah. that Six, would be absolutely amazing. Um, and I, I, let me take a look, a little sneak peek here at some of the matchups here. So, Obviously, we got myself and then Rusty. Um, we got Brian going against – or excuse me, we got John going against uh, Brad. So, John, that, that could be a tough matchup. They're both yeah. you know, kind of favored that. So, we got Brian against um, Brian against Pittman. I need a win there. And that I think is going to be – You need Pittman to win. I need a Pittman right? win there. So, he's well, got a very winnable game. Um, then we have Chaz looks like he's going to win. I mean, he's going against slip. Uh, he might sit, uh, two thirds of his players and still pull out the victory. Um, and y- y- yeah, and you got, you got Mike. I so. got, I got, uh, yeah, I got shits and giggles. Yeah. That's what he should change his name to. Because <laughs> this, this game for him is just shits and giggles since Mike has been eliminated and there's nothing really he can do. Our matchup doesn't really mean anything for either one of us. I'm not even going to really be looking at his scores. I'm only going to be looking at Rusty and Brad's scores yeah. and my score. So so we, we still got a lot on the line going this last week, but uh, unfortunately we don't we not it didn't play out to where I'd love a scenario. It would be it'd be and it, this wouldn't be fair at all. But I'd love a scenario to where we could, like, you know how the NFL will flex games late <laughs> in the season that make that mean something? Yeah. Like, if we were able to, like, flex to, like, you and Brian playing each other this week <laughs> to, like, win, winner gets in. That would, that would be pretty cool. So, but uh, but who do you play? You play, yeah, you might prefer. They got Rusty. I don't know. Yeah. So, but well, it's, I, you uh, know, we're not done. Because there's still one thing that we got to talk about, and that is the Brokini. It's still alive and in play based on kind of the roundtable discussion that we had back at Ocean Isle Beach. It's two yeah, wins. Man. He's got two wins, and he's got the lowest amount of points. Well, he ain't going to get – I mean – That might be a discussion for a different day. I don't remember it being two. I thought it had to be less than two and the fewest amount of points record-wise. That's what I have in my notes that I typed out. I less, don't know. Here's the thing. Less but, than two doesn't make sense. Then just why didn't you just write one win? I don't know, man. Why did I only drink not one beer? <laughs> well, you didn't write it in your notes that you were going to drink not one beer. True. So, but I also don't really care about seeing Brooks in a Brokini. Plus, I mean, I don't be- either. It's just the fact that we just implemented this new law and it happened the first week, which all of us thought when we were voting on this thing, we're like, it's going to be so rare that if this occurs, that it might not ever occur. And everyone agreed to that. And here we are, week 13, and it's going to occur. I mean, it's yeah. I mean, it should it should happen. Yeah, it's gonna happen. 
And my thing is, I don't know. I mean, I don't, it's, it's whatever. We can figure this out and we'll have eight months to figure this out. Yeah. But my man has been devastated with injuries. And so then it's easy to be like, well, then, then it's, he's got to like try to like make his team better, right? No trades. He hadn't made trades, but he he spent all of his money in like the first three or four weeks, and he picked up some good players. He's done everything he can to try, and, but then like he does it all. He's like, okay, I feel good, and then boom, another injury, and then boom, another injury, and then boom, another injury, and then on top of that, my man is just getting hammered with points against. <laughs> And so it's just like, I don't know, part of me is just like, it'd be one thing, like it, it'd be one thing if he was like, the record was that bad. And he was like top five in like least points against, but he's, his roster has just been devastated with injuries and he's been getting killed with the points he's going up against. Yeah. So, I mean, what's he supposed to do? <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I'm just like, yeah. So, I mean, John, so he's had 1625 against him, and John's had 1397. If Brooks had John's schedule in the same division, would he also have two wins? Ah, it's hard. Yeah. I mean, that's hard to say, but. So. I don't Could, know. Could, maybe, small. I don't know. Maybe we'll get the maybe. stats department on that to maybe run some analytics maybe, yeah. for us. Can you, can you run some of that? We'll ask them for that data. See what will happen. Yeah. Well, it's not as crazy as we've had in, like, years past um, where we've had, like, a jump from, like, someone in 10th place and all they had to do was win and they jumped into six. So we don't have that this year. Um, but we do have some pretty cool implications here for some wins and whatnot. I mean, it'd be cool. It would be pretty cool to see Slip win a game against Chaz and then all of a sudden, like, Pittman wins and he gets the he gets the regular season champ victory. I mean, that would be pretty cool to see. But Yeah. I mean, I, it wouldn't be cool. I mean, I get it. It'd be, but see, at least that matchup had like Brooks is, could like ruin it for Chaz and just yeah. eliminate him. Not only from the potential of not winning the regular season, but also putting Chaz and the, the having to play in week thir- fourteen and not have the buy. Yeah, he won't have a buy. Which I don't know if that's good. I don't yeah. know if that matters in fantasy, but I mean, I'd. I'd like for it i'd like to have that buy but yeah i, I mean yeah i mean i guess it's nice but i mean it's it's a shit show anyways who knows i mean you could have all your guys on a buy just go banana lands and then the very next week they shit the bet so and you win nothing yeah. you win nothing do not pass go do not collect your money so I think right. that'll do it, man, for the polls. Um, while we're in this league, because I just don't want to switch over to a different segment, I just got to touch on a couple of Brooksy's bookies bets that we made from last week. So we had that line set for Slip's, uh, Slip's team at 115.5. He posted a 118.42, three points basically. <laughs> so he can thank 
Tyler Lockett for giving him that yeah. three point that three point eight points to uh, sneak him over that one. So I owe you twenty dollars. We'll just keep that rolling. Um, because right now I, I got to see where we're at on the totals. I don't have that, but um, and then the other bet that we got on goal going is John and and myself have Lockett versus Brad and Thomas. So Lockett only scored three eight. That puts his uh. Weekly total from week eight at 41.40, heading into week 13, the last week of the bet. And Thomas is currently sitting at a 32.7. He only posted a 7.10 points last week, so he's at a 32.7. We got a uh, about an 11-point lead on that, which definitely could get a race next week. But who are you talking about? Michael Thomas. Huh. Oh, like what? The rest of the way? No. So the bet was only from week week eight to week thirteen. Oh, gotcha. And they have Atlanta next week, and their defense is really, really not good. So it's been better. Yeah. So past, we'll see what happens. Well, I I do feel confident because um. Breeze isn't Breeze isn't throwing, and Taysom is, and so I feel confident yeah. that he's. But you know, he'll probably get a touchdown and win that thing by like a point. So, yeah, Pittman's also probably happy because Pittman won the bet between he and Brad. That is true. So what was that? Was that a hundo and a bottle of like Woodford or something? I think so. I think so. I mean, Pittman might after he listens to this, he might have to remind the group and and text it out. Maybe um, even leave us pretty, a yeah. congratulatory or a, a victorious voicemail for something like that. That would, that. That would yeah. be nice. Yeah, for for keeping it in front of everybody, mm-hmm. it'd be nice. Yeah, it'd be nice. Yeah, keeping track of. Um, but uh, so cool. But let's. Uh, yeah, you want you want to try to make some predictions on what's going to happen here? I think it's time. I think it's let's time. Do it. Let's get over to the matchups. All right. Thirteen matchups. Here we go. Alrighty, boys, welcome into week thirteen matchups. We're going to run through the entire league. A lot of implications in these games that are looming. Um, let's get things started off. Uh, how about? Do you have any any particular order? Or you don't care. Let's start off. Uh. Let's start off with the goat. So we got okay. we got Slip versus Chaz. Uh, Slip obviously sitting at a two and ten record. Chaz at an eight and four. Currently, Chaz is posting a one twenty point one one projection. He does have a tight end that's not in the in the mix right now. Um, Slip sitting at an eighty seven point three six projection. He currently has Brady in the mix which obviously doesn't have a game, so he's going to have to make an adjustment there. Might I recommend Kendall Hinton? <laughs> <laughs> Who's a parent? Is it, what, he already gets sent back to the practice squad, I guess? I don't know, but he's still on his bench. So I figured it's, he's got to do better than minus 2.63 points, right? Yeah. He's I has got to do better than that. I mean, this is all throwing us off because of the waivers not processing until tomorrow. So yeah. I have no idea whose people are going to end up with. Um 
but Galladay's not going to play. Nope. So that's going to be he's going to be ruled out. Um, I mean, I don't even. It's no really point talking about this too much. I think. I can tell you this. Uh, Ta- is my, Ta- is, is, is my boy going to have gonna... another double-digit point scoring affair? Because he's had two weeks no. in a row where he scored 12-plus. That's not going to happen again. What are the odds on that? I, I'll give you five-to-one odds on $5 that he doesn't pull that off. Double digits. Double digits. 10 I'll take it. Zero, zero. I'll take it. All right. Philly and good against the tight ends. I'm hedging my bet, making sure that either Rodgers is peppering Devontae Adams or at least he's throwing one to Tanya. I got to write this Uh, shit down. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Chaz is going to win. Chaz is going to win this. Um, uh, although, you but, know, Indy's going to be a tough matchup for Watson. I can say that right now. Taysom Hill could put 50 points up again, though, against Denver, and that's yeah. going to be a nightmare. Um, it's also Tyreek Hill, not Taysom. T- sorry, Ty- um, Tyreek Hill. <laughs> you could say Watson. We don't know what Watson's going to do with Indy because Watson will not have his full, full wide receiving wide core. Receiving core. <laughs> have you, I don't know if you know this, so – I was checking out the the waiver wire earlier um, when I found out about that. And actually they dropped like Randall Cobb. They got rid of, they got rid of like two receivers the week prior. Uh-huh. And then all yeah. of a sudden he, this happens. And I bet they're just scrambling right now. Well, they release, yeah, they release stills. Stills. Then, that's right. Yeah. But Cobb got hurt. Cobb was hurt. Got, they released yeah. stills. I bet they asked stills so, to come yeah. back. So I don't know what's yeah, well, I don't know what's gonna happen to Watson. I mean Tyreek Hill, it could be a situation where maybe they get in front against Denver early. And if it's not Hill that does the scoring, maybe they end up kind of like taking the gas off. I don't know. I, um, it, it won't be Chaz's best lineup that he puts out there. It won't be. I mean, you don't know about Gurley. He might not play. Gur- well, yeah. Um, but then you look, and they're like, "Okay, I can see that. Like, maybe, maybe Chaz is probably going to come. Maybe, maybe they're going to reform." And then you roll over, you look at like, "Oh wait, Brooks has Galladay in, who's not playing. Jordan Wilkins in. I mean, I don't. Yeah, yeah. And who knows if Carson plays? Carson might not even play. Then he's scrambling for two running backs. Yeah, I think he'll play, but I'll, I'll still take Chaz. But it might not be as high scoring as. In the past, yeah, it might be one of those classic wins for Chaz this week, where he scores one twenty-two and Brooks scores one hundred eight. Yeah, are we gonna do a Brooksy's bookie on his line? I mean, maybe to- later. I don't really know. I mean, it's hard to do that without knowing like what his actual lineup's gonna be. Okay, we might have. Who's to- his quarterback? We Is might he gonna have- play Wilkins. Is Galladay gonna play? Who's he gonna put in there? Yeah, we'll have to do that offline. We'll have to do that. Yeah. Maybe day before game or game day. We'll have to figure that out. We got Bobby Tanyan in there, so we'll, <laughs> we'll go from there. All righty, let's move on. Let's hit up a next matchup. We're going to go over to the Fat Leslie versus Stout's Pooper Cherry. Uh, I think that was supposed to be Popper Cherry, but Pooper Cherry sounds good too. Um, 
So we have Fat Leslie, which is, I think, Pittman. Is that right? That's Brad. Brad, sorry. So Brad's sitting at a 7-5 and five record going against Johnny, currently at 8-4, and four, top of the East. Who do you got in this one? Because Brad needs to pull this off, and he needs a lot of points. And this, I believe, is the tightest matchup that we see based on projections. Based um, off the information that we have that we right have, now. Yeah. Um, I think it's a gut feeling. I think Brad's going to pull it out. He's going to make a run pushing about 150. But Brad's going to win. I think this is going to be a game Michael Thomas scores. Russell Wilson does well. Dig scores. Chubb has two touchdowns. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, Brad's going to do well. Brad's team reminds me of my team a little bit. Like we're a a kiss of death. We're a bitch on paper. And it's all about showing up. And they don't ever seem to show up when you want them to show up or need them to show up. Um, I think John's got too much firepower here. And he's got some pretty legitimate matchups. Mahomes going against Denver. That just screams points. Um, I don't, I'm not big on, not keen on that Sammy Watkins play. I don't know if he's got any other options. He might even throw like Fulgram in or, or maybe Jones, but, um, Cook against Jacksonville. That's positive right there. Jones against Philly. That's positive. He's just got some really good matchups. I think he pulls this off. It's going to be, I think it'll be tight. But I think John's going to win this one, like one thirty-seven to one thirty-one, right, right at projection, okay. right at projection for Brad. It'll be tight, yeah. It'll be tight, and it won't really matter, right? That's because true. We'll go through, we we both think Chaz is going to win. So if Chaz wins, then he wins the regular season. Yep. John's already clinched the a buy in that division. So, but we'll see. We'll see. I hope. I hope you're right. I'll I'll take a thirty-one thirty-one from Brad. Yeah. All right, well, let's go over to Pittman versus Brian. So Pittman, the All-American, currently sitting at an 8-4 record, uh, 114.07 as he uh, currently is projected against Brian. Still kept the same team name through all these weeks. Henry thing is possible, and he is currently at a 6-6 six and six record with a 122.13 projection. Jared. Where are you leaning on this one? Connor's on a COVID G- list right now, FYI. We'll see what Joey, happens there. Not, Joey, not good when you're needing a Pittman win and he doesn't have Mike Evans or DJ Moore. Yeah. are all out. Um, and then, But then I'm like, okay, well, Gibson, Pitt, that's a bad matchup for him. Ugh. Allen Robinson against Detroit could do okay. Schuster, something's up with Kyler Murray. Robert Woods, is he going to get the Patrick Peterson treatment? Am I giving you any confidence over here, Joe? No, because the way that I see this game playing, knowing that I need Pittman to win, 
Pittman's going to have low score of the week. It'll be 87. Yeah. 87 for Pitt. He'll, he'll, his, true co- his true colors come out. His true colors come out. You know, he makes it into the playoffs, so he doesn't care. But for me, you know, he, he, he loses, and I miss, the, I miss the playoffs because of Pittman here. And I don't appreciate that because I don't think that Brian's team's going to score more than 100 points. So, <laughs> can you imagine losing? <laughs> Brian wins scoring 100, and that's the one. And it could happen. I could see. Yeah, this this is going to be a this is going to be the rock fight. Mark this could be the, this could be the rock fight. Mark my words. Pittman's 87. Brian wins with a 94, and win gets into the playoffs. My team scores 138. I lose like. No, I even win. I'll win 138 or 150, 150 points, and, and he wins with 94, and I end up losing, getting out of the playoffs. The worst, the worst part about this is you're going to have to wait a long time because both these guys have a lot of people going Monday night yep. when Washington and Pitt play. And then Tuesday. Brian also, and then also Tuesday. <laughs> Do you have any Ravens or Cowboys? No. My the hair okay. is going to be yeah. almost off of my head by Tuesday. Yeah. So, but if it comes down to Marquise Brown on Tuesday night, and you're going to dodge him. You might be okay because that dude has been terrible this year. <laughs> All right, Pitt, let's go, buddy. All right, so let's move over. We'll go my game and then your game. How about that? Uh, or no, no. We'll go my game. Okay. Because it doesn't really matter. It's a matchup that doesn't really matter. All right, so we'll go Jared. Uh, no to Gio Costia. I would like an explanation there. And then versus just, Mike just, back in ninth. Uh, I had a trade proposal to him back when uh, when I kept when when I picked up Gio on a Friday because Mixon had been out for like three days. And I went, let me go ahead and pick him up just in case. <laughs> And then I went ahead, and as when they, and then later on on that Friday, this was like five or six weeks ago, and they ruled out Geo. I mean, ruled uh, mixing out. out. Mm. And I and I've texted, I texted Mike. I said, "Hey man, you want Geo? I give him to you for Dobbins." I was offering him Geo Bernard for J.K. Dobbins, and his response was, "I'm good. I just got Philip Lindsay." but i went back and i looked and it was a few weeks ago that if he had made the geo trade he would have won a game he would have beat brooks when brooks beat michael by like less than a point (laughs) and they both scored like less than 80 having geo would have gotten that win you're like oh well that would have been nice that win would have been five and seven and he would have still been in the hunt oh man so the no to Geo trade cost him. Wow. Well, so, so you're at and Geo's a and where do you know where Geo played college football? Carolina, I think. Carolina. Where did Michael play? He says Carolina. he says he played at Carolina. I don't have any game film. Come on, it, but that's what he said. So, uh, so in looking at this, I don't even know if like Michael's even like changing. Players, I don't even know if he's like, like I have no idea if this he's is. He's got the same Al Galar in week. right now. Um, well, looking at his bench, he doesn't have many options. So he's got two guys on the COVID list. 
Jackson and Dobbins, right? Who knows if they'll play. There's a Tuesday game at 8 at night? Yeah. Oh, my God. I thought I saw a Tuesday at, like, 5. I thought that was two games. Never mind. All right. No, I think there's that's just the one. Uh, so I'm expecting Jackson to play. Um, he'll be cleared, but he's gonna have to make yeah, a call, probably. right? Because what's his name? RG three's hurt again. Yeah, he could, but it, it's also for him. For Michael, it doesn't matter. That's he's true. Just dead in the water because he can't. Like he's he's finishing ninth, and it really doesn't matter if you win. You just it need the points. If, it yeah, it doesn't matter if I win. I'm just my goal is to hit 120. Wow, that's all I want is to hit 120. Make Brad post 180. Yeah, to jump me, and if if he does that, he deserves it. But my goal is to not just go through a. My my boys didn't show up last week, and my team's not really that good. Like I got Devonte Adams, and then just a slew of flex options, and it's just trying to guess right on them. So don't get fooled by the projections; those projections are not accurate. We know how you play this game. What? You you like dick around with your team to make other to make your opponent feel like. Well, I don't even have an opponent. I mean, well, at least this, this week way. you don't have an opponent, but in the other weeks you do. Like you're There's not the, doing if we your went normal. The... You don't have a kicker or a defense in your lineup right now. That's your well, we that's your standard. <laughs> well, you Thursday can look into night. it tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> you can see what what it looks like tomorrow when waivers clear. Yeah. So we'll see. So I, I think uh, I, I think you win this one. Do you get to your one twenty? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I put you at around one one fifteen. I think one fifteen is a good number for you. I might still be okay with that, but I'm just going to be tracking Brad's score the whole time. So instead of this, I'm facing Brad and Rusty this week. Yeah. Here we go. We'll see what happens. All right, let's go to the last one. The arch rival, the nemesis, Duck Hunter, killing birds, paralyzing them from the neck down. Old Rusty, currently sitting at a 6-6 six and six record, projected at a 110-24. Uh, I got to change my name. I haven't done so yet. I, I want to I wanna think about this for a little bit. I can't wait to see. <laughs> but I'm currently sitting at a what am I? 5 and 7 record. So uh and a 95.84, not the projection that you would like to see, right? Obviously, you, I got a You still got Fuller in. Still got Fuller and in and that. a kicker in. We got to see what happens on the waiver. So that's definitely going to change. Uh I got Thielen on the bench too, obviously. So um some things are going to change there. Uh, I'll start with you, Jared. Where are you going to go on this one? Oh, man. I I mean, I said, I mean, your whole thing, to me, it all pins on DeAndre Swift. Yeah. Now. And it's weird. Do you know he got cleared from concussion protocol? And they still didn't play him? No, he, I think he got cleared like today, like from an independent doctor, oh, a different okay. doctor. He got like a second opinion. But there's like a weird thing where like he's still not acting normal or something. 
That's what and happens. So he's still with not bad, practicing. That's a bad concussion. <laughs> and he's still not practicing. So who knows? It's, it's weird. It's like a weird situation. So I don't know what's going to happen with him. Um, it's it's hard to know exactly. I think I don't. Julio didn't practice today, so he might not be playing. Man, this might be end up being like a. I have no clue, man, because I have no clue what your lineups are going to end up being. David Johnson's out. He's on IR, he's, so he's going to have. He's he's back at practice, though. He's able to return. They're able to activate him now. I think they started the window to where they can activate him. But, I mean, if I'm you, I'd want them to activate him and he play him and gamble on him playing and he doesn't, like, actually play a whole Yeah, he ain't going to play. Julio might not play. Kamara is sucking with Taysom Hill back there. Yeah, but I think they get it right because I would not doubt that he is just bitching right now to the kid coach up there. Sean Payton being like, bro, yeah, I, you got to give me the ball, man. I get it, but you got to give me the ball. And I think he has a just bang out day this uh, this week. So he's going to get back to normal this week. You want to know I who guess. scares me on this team right now? On the other team? No, on Rusty's team. It's going to be Jefferson versus yep, Thielen. Jefferson. That's what this matchup's going to come down to, Jefferson versus Thielen. Is it going to be as simple as that? Whichever receiver scores more points is going to win the matchup? I think it might. Um, and, man, that Jefferson dude is legit. Yeah, he's good. Oh, man, there's so many. Like, is Julio playing? Is David Johnson playing? Is DeAndre Swift playing? Man, I got no clue. I just – I might have to lean. Man, I got to. I think I'm going to have to. I think think Russ is going to pull it out. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it. Well, I'm going with myself, boys. Let's do it. I'm going to take myself, and I'm going to take myself big league. We're going to go, like I said earlier in the pod, earlier maybe even this segment, I can't quite remember. 138, Rusty's going to score maybe like 120, 110. Give him him 110 and me 119 and I jump him. Mm. Is that fair? That's fair. He's got Rodgers going against Philly, though, and that's at least 30 points for Rodgers. So throw it to Devontae. That one hurts, but I do think my boys score, and I hope I pull out this victory, but I could very well see it coming down to Brian winning with, like, 90 points. And I and and it doesn't even matter, which is going to really upset me. And then I'm going to look back at the game where Cam Newton scored 1.7 points and cost me the freaking win, which would have projected propelled me, excuse me, into the playoffs. So, I or, or that five-game skid. That never helped either. Yeah, yeah, that, that hurts. That I also hurts. hope it just comes out because so, so, Rusty's got the kicker on Tuesday night and then Andrew's the tight end on Tuesday night. We don't know if he'll play or not. We'll see yeah. if he gets cleared, assuming he does. I just hope it comes down to, like, 
that Tuesday night game for between you and Brian, where it's just like you're having to watch it on Tuesday night, that god-awful game. Well, he's got Justin Tucker against yeah, Dallas. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So, say you're up 15 no, in the I Tuesday don't. night. If I'm up 15, I don't feel comfortable with Tucker. That dude will bang out three 50-yard field goals in the first half, and I'll lose. Yeah, but let's just say you're up. Let's say you're up 20 going into that Tuesday night game. And Brian's down seven, and he's got his one receiver. And so you're just – everybody's going to have to watch it. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. We'll oh, see. We'll man. see. It, every, it never fails, boys, outside of uh, – really outside of – I mean, Brooks is still kind of playing for a little bit of something, trying to ruin the season outside of uh, – really outside of Michael. He can just kind of sit back and start planning for next year. Yeah, that's brutal. Throw up another inflatable in the yard. <laughs> <laughs> Hardy boys, a lot of implications going on this week, week 13. Uh, and uh, hopefully brought you a good good little pod here to end the season off. Not quite sure on where we're going to go. We don't know if we're going to do a playoff run on the podcast yeah, yet. We'll see. We'll think if about we both, it. Well, if, if we both make the playoffs, we'll do it. If we both make the playoffs, <laughs> I can guarantee you we'll do it. We will do it. So uh, I know we didn't do it last year, so that's still kind of up in the air. We're in contract negotiations with uh, <laughs> Spotify and Anchor, so we got to talk about that with them. But uh, appreciate you guys. Thanks, GMs, for uh, everyone throughout the year. Jared? Dodge injuries and guess right, unless you're Brad and Rusty. Guess wrong. <laughs> and Brian, I guess, for you, Joe. Breaking news. Joe, 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 Joe. I know we already published this. I don't know how we're going to add this into it, but I got to let you know. As of Friday morning at 9 a.m., I have received word that Brooks has relinquished play calling duties for his team going into week 13 where he is facing Chaz and who is the beneficiary from playing Chaz if well if Brooks beats Chaz who benefits from it Brrr, Johnny V Brooks has relinquished play calling duties to Johnny V and Johnny V is setting Brooks's lineup to see if he can strike magic and to see if Brooks can pull off the upset and if John wins John wins the league oh my gosh it's madness it's madness Later. listening to the hot rods and hot takes fantasy football podcast just a reminder if you'd like to get in touch with us there's a way to do that please go to the website anchor.fm or even easier download the anchor app and search 
Hot Routes and Hot Takes Fantasy Football Podcast. There, what you can do is leave us a voice message. If we like what we hear, we will play it on next week's pod. Also, in terms of distribution, we can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Podcast, and Radio Public. We are here to meet all of your platforms and wherever you listen to your podcast. But if you want the exclusive recording, please listen to your podcast on the Anchor app. For all of us here at the Hot Rots and Hot Takes Fantasy Football Podcast, Dodge Injuries, and Guess Right.